Dean, you shared this meme the other day, um, and it brought back a pretty funny memory of uh, one of our first trips to Whataburger. <laughs> oh, yes. Ago. Okay. I was like, what meme? W- would you like to share about? the story for our cold open today? Yeah. So uh, I was over at Zach's house, and I was like, it was like one of those days where I've stayed way longer than I intended. And you were like, hey, do you want to just eat here? And I was like, yeah, let's go get something and bring it back. So we went to Whataburger. And you order your food. You order for you and your wife. And then I order for me. And in the window, the girl asks, how many? Or would you like any ketchup? He said, yeah, spicy ketchup. She's like, how many would you like? And you said, oh, uh, I'll take three. Which is a very modest number. Right for two orders, that's one and a half. Three is pretty modest. That's less than you should get. You should get four. Yeah. Right. And she pauses and she's like, "Is it okay if I just give you two? And you were like, "No, I really want three. Like you asked me, and I have two orders." And it wasn't even a case of like, "Oh, I need to go get a box from the back." It was like she just grabbed three. And you and I were both dumbfounded. It's one of the wildest things I've ever experienced. It was just like, what are the circumstances in which you ask <laughs> and then immediately be like, oh, no, I no, is it okay if I don't do that? It's like, N- well, not now. You asked me. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought in these doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Locke the artillery car. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Bean. I'm Griffin. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That is true. Dean, we have a great, great show. We finally have news for the dude, first right? time in forever. <laughs> yeah, dude, this was great. the first time in a long time I actually had to cut stuff out because I was dude, like, I, I thought, we're going to run a little too long. I thought we were going to just cut the, the movie review. I was like, fuck it. There's so much shit to talk about. I mean, I'm down. Yeah, it was a good week, for sure. <laughs> it was a really good week for stuff. Dean, would you like to talk about our sponsor for this week's episode? It's what the Scrabbyard. <laughs> yeah, what a Scrabbyard. You're 3D printing star wars needs whatever you need he does parts for your old kenner and hasbro vehicles he also does um pretty much whatever you need yeah whatever you need missiles uh floor panels cockpit covers i mean literally whatever you need and he's also doing 3d head sculpts 3d printed head sculpts rather uh three three and three quarter inch six inch and one six uh, head sculpt. So, I mean, really, whatever you need, he can get it done. Dean, it's time for the world's favorite podcast segment. Would you like to kick us off? Hell yeah, dude. Are you ready? Yes. 
It's new, new this, this week. week. Uh, you slowed down right at the end. We that was good, it. though. To me, that's that pretty good. good. It was pretty right, good. Yeah, what you get new this week? So, uh, again, a pretty slow week, but I did get this bad boy. Keep it on my desk. Hey. The oversized Boba Fett pop. This is the first pop I've ever opened. He's huge. He's like the size of my head. Oh my God. Wow. I got a big ass head. <laughs> he really does. Um, super cool. Rainer picked this up for me at a Target and surprised me with it. I was like, what? Um, and then moments ago, not even a full 10 minutes, I purchased a 1 6 scale Hot Toys Thanos from Infinity War um, from a lovely gentleman. His name is Matt. Sweet Angel. Uh, sweet Angel. A uh, super good deal, Matt Klaus. Uh, I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, I'm really interested in this figure. We worked out a deal, and uh, he's going to try and ship it tomorrow. Hopefully, um, no hangups, just because, you know, the whole Rona. But, yeah, that was literally not even 10 minutes ago. So I think that's all I got new this week. Um, I'm, like, looking around my desk. I'm pretty sure that's it. Oh, I did pick up a second SH or a third uh, Super Saiyan God Goku Super Saiyan. Jesus. Nice. Uh, for a custom, but I don't know if I'm going to go through with that. What about you, Griffin? I actually just ordered uh, Hot Toys Luke Skywalker Deluxe from Return of the Jedi from hey. Pop Culture. Um, but it's been stuck in customs for like two weeks now. So. Yeah, I think that comes from Australia, that... right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah. that customs are like holding packages to try to like, you know, I guess like let any Rona particles die. So, I mean, I have the package that I ordered in February from China that I haven't gotten yet. So I'm just it's just like disappeared off the face of the earth, basically. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to get my money back for that one. I ordered three packages from Japan on the, in the same week. Um. At the beginning of the month, at the end of the month, I got two of them. The third one got sent back to the seller. Um, it's, everything's just taking forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they sent this loop EMS. So I don't, I don't know what's taking so long. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, this week was interesting. We'll talk about my two pickups in detail a little bit later in the show. But I picked up this uh, two figures from a new line called Pokemon Scale World. Uh, Bandai or like the Pokemon company released a line called Zucan uh, a few years ago, and those are one fortieth scale figures. And uh, it's really cool because like if you have a Pokemon that evolves into like three stages, you can link all three characters together to make like a diorama with each of the three Pokemon. And they're all blind, um, like Gashapon figures. So you use like a coin thing, and they come out. And so to get a set of three Pokemon that evolve together is kind of rare. So uh, for example, for the Gengar set, it's about $400 because the Gengar is pretty rare. The Haunter is pretty rare. And to get all three together is even more rare. Yeah. Uh, but these are these are also sold as like blind figures in the sense like the box comes with a random assortment. Uh, but each individual box tells you what's inside. But these are actually 120th scale. So they're twice as big as the, um, the Zucan and they're super detailed. The paint is really, really well done. So I got Mewtwo. Uh, and I got Charizard, and I just, I just really like these. Uh, they have a lot of different uh, uh, 
different Pokemon that they're releasing, and then also they've just branched into the silver and gold Pokemon. So, uh, nice. pretty cool line. And nice. some of them do require some assemblies, so you can see my Charizard's wing just fell off. But uh, yeah, they're really cool. And then probably one of the most unexpected, uh, amazing things that I've gotten in a while, but the uh, the Mattel Baby Yoda has kind of taken the the internet, the city, the world by storm. Yeah, especially our city. I mean, I can't say for everywhere else, but yeah, in San Antonio in particular, it's it's one of those things that's like. I mean, it just seems like this character just seems to break the internet anytime it comes out. Uh, going back to Griffin's pickups, Danny Lee says, do you have to go FedEx or DHL for overseas now? EMS has become super slow. Hmm, interesting. So, like $30. Uh, I was it. thinking about DHL because that's a private business. So, huh. But anyway, so uh, Baby Yoda, super amazing. And uh, I actually found uh, this one from Jason Nelson. Jason Nelson... Uh, bought it for me for free. Really good guy. He said he's like, I'm too old for Patreon, so consider this my Patreon donation. So, uh, really, really good guy. And this thing is freaking adorable. And uh, you have I actually, a story about yeah, you got so, me one. Uh, Dean asked on Ox last Thursday. Um, basically, like he had, he, he doesn't have a car still, and. Uh, Anytime someone in our local groups puts up a store report, they go like that. And so uh, he's like, if anyone can find one, just let me know. So I had seen a store report from my local Walmart at 12, and it was about 4.30. So I was like, I'll go out there. I got to go pick up my kid anyways, right next to the Walmart. So um, I went, looked down the toilet, didn't see anything. I'm thinking like, shit, struck out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to walk around the toy aisle, like just a little bit. And I noticed there was this cart that was like between the toy aisle and the sporting goods, which was right next to the restroom. So I, I walked and it took me about two or three minutes to go through the six aisles. Cause a lot of people in our city like stash things. It's like the thing, like they'll hide a figure somewhere else. And I just think that's fucking stupid. Um, but sure enough, after about four or five minutes of searching, I see this cart and this cart has uh, a bunch of random shit in it. One of the random pieces of things inside was a Mattel Baby Yoda. And uh, I was like, well, I've been here for like four or five minutes. This cart has been here. No one's claimed this cart. This person has taken a dookie or something. But as far as I'm concerned, this person hasn't paid for this Baby Yoda. It's my Baby Yoda now. So I grabbed Baby Yoda and I freaking sprinted out of the store. <laughs> and I had the loudest shopping cart ever because I was buying a few things for my kid. So the wheel was like, <laughs> and it was just like. It was awful. I was like so out of breath when I got out of the store. Dude, I, I like, called him because he he just sent me a picture of it. Yeah. Because he was like, I got it. I'm getting the fuck out of here. But I was just like, well, are you going to get it? Are you waiting for me to send you the money? Like, I don't know what his plan was. So I call him after a few minutes of just kind of waiting for him to say something. And he, he answers the phone like totally out of breath. And like, I hear him like fucking with his keys and then his car starts and he's like dude i think i just <laughs> stole this it was, I was like holy shit man get out of there it was really funny but yeah it's like I ended some up, ocean's uh, 11 shit dude i wanted to get it for my birthday present my mom for mother's day um because she loves baby yoda so uh she had seen zach's earlier in the day because it was like that's all anybody was talking about was this baby yeah. yoda and she's like, oh, my God, it's so cute. I want one. And I was like, well, shit. Like, 
I can't not get my mom one, but and your mom is not leaving her house at all. She's holed up in the compound. Yeah, she hasn't left. I mean, I'll take her to Starbucks, but that's like about it. Yeah, but yeah, she hasn't left since like I don't know March. Yeah. Um, I want to have lunch with your mom and and you obviously and Dini, and we can all bring our baby Yodas and take a picture. Let me do. Yeah, well, once the Rona ends. Yet. Yeah, we'll get you one. We'll get you one. Um. Hold on, time out. Gerald, let, let's stop the show. Gerald says, Zach, bro, you are de- delusional. The Rogue One Vader is so good. Gerald, my son, my son. It's not it's a, a bad it's Vader. A, it's not a bad Vader. It's just not a great Vader. It's not a bad figure. It's just a great, it's just not a great Vader. Yeah. It's accurate to the source material, but that source material includes like a diaper cod. And um, I just don't like the proportions of the height of that figure. It's just too tall. I mean, I get it. Vader's a big dude, but like, it's just like too tall. Uh, but anyway, so let's get into uh, some of the new things that showed up. Dean, I know you're really excited for this. So Hot Toys put up a retro Boba Fett oh for my you, God. May the 4th. Uh, 255 buys you this, releasing July to September 2020. Dean, what are your thoughts? Okay, so when Hot Toys first released the animation style Boba Fett, I thought that was super cool. And I was kind of on the fence about it. And I was like, well, like, the animation style is cool, but it's very clean and very flat. But it was like they took the Hot Toys approach to it and made it look all, like, scratched up and uh, dirty and grungy. I just didn't like the way it transformed into a figure. This, on the other hand, holy shit. They... Knocked it out of the park. It's so, the colors are perfect. Um, there's like I I would say kind of like light weathering. I don't I don't maybe I don't really see it. Maybe on the green armor down here, but it's not so like intricate and overbearing. Uh, the colors are beautiful. I mean, everyone knows the three and three quarter inch Boba Fett. Like that's. Probably one figure in almost everyone's collection. You know what I mean? I have mine in a box in my closet. Um, so, like, this is amazing. And the fact that, or hopefully, I could keep it in the box, that's fucking cool. Like, I'm so I'm so pre-ordering this. I... I like the idea of this a lot more than the the next release that we'll talk about. Uh Gerald says everyone's complaining about the announcements, and I'm grateful we got some. That is true. I think last year both companies swung and missed. Um, uh, The thing that bothers me, though, is these are cool. Like, this one's actually really cool, like, for sure. The box design is cool. The colors are cool. I think what would have made this a slam dunk for me personally is if they gave you a second jetpack that actually fired a missile. <laughs> um, that would have been amazing. Like, that would have been a slam dunk. And I know Hot Toys, like, aren't really toys, but that just would have been such a throwback to what this is, you know, not really representing, but what what this was inspired by. Um, Griffin, what do you think about this? Honestly, I agree. I don't think I'll be picking this up. Because if I did, I would probably just want to leave it in the box. I mean, that, that yeah. box is it's iconic, you know? I mean, yeah. it, it just looks amazing. 
but I just, I don't have the money to buy something that's this high end to then leave it in the package, you know, like on my display shelf, I just don't think this would fit all that well. Yeah. Dean, do you think it'd be pretty cool if I had a rocket pack, like an actual firing rocket? Uh, yeah. With the, yeah, with, with the, the slot. Yeah. That'd be fucking dope. Uh, next. I agree, uh, by the way. Yeah, next up was their uh, retro Darth Vader 285, July to September 2020. This one is less cool. It's just a repackage. If they would have given us, again, another throwback, like the lightsaber that extends out, you know, kind of a gimmicky saber. You know what else would have been really cool if they could pull it off? What's that? Like a Because you're cape? right. This is just a repack in the cool packaging. There's nothing, at least the Boba Fett is totally new paint head to toe. Yeah. Um, but like a vinyl cape with like hey, that's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, did you? So, yeah. With the like the Dracula style collar. Yeah, something like to make this something. a throwback to the actual Vader. Or even like That'd be cool. Well, I guess you couldn't even do a Macquarie head sculpt because that was before the first movie. So I'm trying to think like what else they could have done. Like it's I don't know, it's just kind of boring, especially since that Vader is like okay like it's not the best vader that ever was so yeah um a lot of people are complaining that you have to get this new packaging but keep in mind the secondary market on uh vader is a little expensive so i don't really see the the reason for complaints yeah uh they are priced a little bit higher than the standard versions uh 235 to 255 and then 267 to 285 inflation for that time period is about eight dollars so a little bit higher than inflation, so I mean, um, inflation and plus cool packaging. I mean, it's not really anything I think to complain about. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm super excited for that Boba Fett. Um, Look at this, Zach says. I think Griffin might be the second best looking dude in this hobby. Appreciate that, man. What <laughs> guy? Yeah, like who's Griffin. the first? Be- who's the first best looking guy? It's in me. It's obvious. Probably well, himself. Maybe a tie yeah. for first, Ian. Uh, yeah, me and Zach got that unlocked. This was really cool, though. Hot Toys uh, put up a post on their Instagram. They said, go ahead. They've been waiting for you. The final season of The Clone Wars uh, has fans elated around the world. Now, Hot Toys will continue to build up the excitement for Star Wars fans and introduce highly detailed collectible figures from this hit animated series. Stay on the lookout. There are more surprises coming. I I think this is a a good announcement. I think we're probably going to see Ahsoka for sure. Probably a uh, Clone Wars mall. Uh, it'd be nice to see some Ahsoka branded 501st Troopers. Rex would be a pretty cool re-release uh, with updated, uh, you know, Hot Toys paint apps. Um, I just think this is a pretty good announcement. I, I think it's cheeky that we don't actually see anything, um, you know, other than a, a teaser. Zach says it would be Dean, but he has a bad attitude. Um, so, I just call bullshit when I see it. That's yeah. So, so are you guys excited for this potential Dean? Oh, Absolutely. dude. As you both know, you were in the chat with me this whole week, and Griffin was like, hey, do you guys mind, like, talking about Clone Wars? And I was like, oh, fuck, like, I gotta watch Clone Wars now. And, I, I mean, I've mentioned this on the show, I don't know, the past couple months or whatever, or month. I just lost interest. Like, it just wasn't good. Um, yeah. So, like, I start, I picked it back up again, and it fucking dragged, dude. Like, getting to the good shit took way too long. For the last season, there's way too much filler. But, god damn it, 
those clones are fucking tight, dude. I mean, I love clones. I have 10 of them. You know what I mean? Like, um, so to get a phase two Rex would be a day one pre-order, like without a question. Yeah, I agree. That's the one that's um, been evading you for a while. The Ahsoka. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Phase Two Rex. His helmet's a little weird, but like it's Rex. Like he's the shit. Um, also, it'd be super cool to have my my Hot Toys Phase Two Cody and Rex, and then my Sideshow Phase One Cody and Rex. Like that'd be tight. That'd, that'd be, be a cool though. shelf. Yeah, that's a cool idea for sure. Um, because I was thinking about selling my sideshow Cody because I was like, I'm not gonna need it, but I was like, oh, I can have my phase one. Like that's such a cool idea. Um, but the Ahsoka clones are so cool. Like, I, I don't know, it's just a helmet, but it's so different. Like to have like two of those with the Rex. And then I mean, you have to make Ahsoka at this point, right? Yeah, the fact that what are you gonna be- stop it at, at Rex? Yeah, the fact that they've made Miles Morales and and uh, Spider Gwen, I mean, that pretty much just seals the deal. Now, see, yeah, so you think they would go animation style, or because oh, I mean, the hopefully they go animation like, style. I really Hella detailed. I mean, look at that Rex, dude. That looks like a like you might get a real. But then again, what actress are they going to portray it off of? They're going to make it off of Rosario Dawson, right? But see, you already have Commander Cody coming out. And that's a realistic sculpt. So exactly, that's you why couldn't I mean. have Cody and Rex next to each other. I mean, you could if they were in their helmets, but then it would be weird if you wanted to. Dude, wouldn't it be cool helmet. though if this Rex came with a Cody animated head? That'd be pretty dope. Like <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. Although you only see Cody like once in this whole show, the whole season, and he has his helmet on, and it's like literally like one scene on a bridge, and then you never see Cody again. It's like okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I get it. It's like the end of the the series, and the Clone Wars is happening. Everyone's all over the galaxy, but it's like you fucking gave me four episodes of some dumb sisters who don't know what the fuck they're doing. I agree. Give I me more clones. Like I don't need that shit. That literally accomplished nothing. Yeah. Um, Griffin, what do you think about this announcement? You know, I'm I'm pretty excited by it, but I really don't want animated style figures in my collection i would prefer that they go the more realistic route like sideshow collectibles but maybe i'm in the minority on that i don't know i'm just worried uh, kind of like the black series when they did rebels it just didn't look right figures are weird they're hmm. just weird the ezra creeps me out i don't even own it because it's weird <laughs> um yeah i i I feel like the animation style would look weird, but like Zach said, they did the the Spider Man, yeah, universe, so they could knock it out of the park. But I guess time yeah, will tell. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't buy animated style figures personally. Um, I mean, I might be tempted if they do a Clone Wars mall, especially if they did like an earlier version Clone Wars mall, which I doubt. But I don't know. It just wouldn't fit in with my stuff. I feel like that's a huge IP that they they tease, and it's like, dude, you can make a fuck ton of characters. Yeah. Off Clone Wars. Yeah. That's a missed opportunity if they don't dive deep into that. I hope they do, for sure. So Sideshow teased a Darth Maul mythos statue, and I guess right off the bat, is it even Darth Maul at this point? Is it just Maul? Like, after episode one, right? He, He drops the title. Um... This looks pretty cool. Right. I think this is the only picture that I've seen uh, of this. We haven't actually gotten any high-quality photos. Um, scope looks great. I mean, it's mythos. I feel like they're going to knock it out of the park, but 
I'm not a big statue guy. I know, Dean, you're not a big fan of Maul. Griffin, you're a big fan of Maul. What do you think about this? I love this statue, honestly. Um, I think that it looks better than the first Mythos Maul, personally. I see that Zachary in the comments says that it looks like Diamond Select. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think that it looks pretty good. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Mythos line. I think uh, Griffin and I were talking earlier. That's a huge thing that Sideshow does. Um, and the fact that they like haven't fucking really heavily leaned into that is kind of disappointing. Right, especially in 6 scale. Um, but I feel like they also already did a Mythos Mall. Did I, am I mistaken? Or They did, yeah. They did, they're just yeah. like rebooting the... Yeah, I guess so. The collection. I mean, it's cool. If people like Maul, obviously this is like a piece to get. Because um, mm-hmm. the Mythos line is fucking dope. Even characters I don't like, I will admit, like, that's cool. Um, and the what scale are the Mythos? Are they all just non-scale? Are they I like one-fifth scale? I think the reboot line is quarter scale. I've seen a few comments about that online, but I'm not... I'm not totally for sure on that. Because the... I think you might be right. Because the Mythos Obi-Wan... Now, that's, you know, the original line, but that wouldn't look quarter scale to me. It was I huge. think the original line is one-fifth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty excited by this. I think that a six-scale figure would get me a little bit more excited. But, you know, based on that teaser picture, I think it looks pretty good. I think a dark saber would have been nice though. I mean, who knows? Maybe Ooh. it'll be like a swap out accessory. I doubt That's it. That's true. Was that chicken legs or was he just a pose? Uh, I think he does have cybernetic legs, legs there. But oh, I think you guys are right. I yeah, thought they were just legs. like generic cybernetic legs or something. Huh, That's yeah, cool. We'll have to wait and see once we get better pictures. Right. That's the Dean, only one I've seen so far. You wanted to talk about the Black Series lineup, and I'll cycle through them while you. Uh... Give your thoughts on their new releases from fans. Yeah, so pretty solid. The one I'm most excited about is this one, this new Stormtrooper, totally re-engineered. We've gotten the same Stormtrooper, like, I don't know, a dozen times, and they're all garbage. Yeah. Um, so they re-engineered that. It looks amazing. Luke and Yoda, easy pickup, dude. Easy pickup. One, I don't have a Yoda in the six-inch. Two, Package him with a Luke classic, dude. Like, put him in the little backpack. Adorable. I'm there. I want it. Um, also, a new way to get your um, bounty hunters, which the prices on the aftermarket are fucking stupid. So, this is nice. Um, a new, what are they called? Carbonized. I think this one's fucking Vader. stupid. The carbonized black series leader. It so dumb. It's really lame. You know what they <laughs> should have done? Carbonized carbon. The carbonized Vader, <laughs> the, the helmet where you could see the skull. No, they shouldn't have done that at all. That's awful. I what? hate the carbonized effect. It's so stupid. They should have made this. But that would have made him look like he's <laughs> at least getting electrocuted. The the Walgreens one is just a Vader with a helmet. See through. Yeah. Yeah. At least that would have added a whole new effect. There's also the retro carded Han Solo and Carbonite. This seems kind of stupid to me, but I mean, you need it, right? 
Yeah, I mean it's important to the movie. Right. And then the the proto Black Series Boba Fett helmet, which based on how how well received the ESP helmet, um, I'm like seems it. like a home run. No, this seems, seems like, like a slam, slam dunk. dunk yeah, uh, I yeah, it's like, dude, you have the fucking molds. You have the people who want it. Fuck yeah, dude! Make this, make the animated one, make the toy make the, version, make the yeah, yeah, the retro toy version. <laughs> yeah, dude, people will buy them all. Mythos um, helmet. Yeah, dude, like I want, I want one. Uh, probably not this one. Probably just the regular one. Um, if I remember correctly, it's actually molded from the screen used, screen used prop. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it has some lineage to it. Um, it's just beautiful. Manny has one. That thing's gorgeous, dude. Um, I haven't been to a store yet to find one or buy it, so uh, I believe Steven said he was going to get some in. I, I asked him to hold me one, so shout out Steven. What an angel, dude. What a guy. What a guy. Jason Nelson says Carbonite Han should have been an accessory with some other figure. Yeah. It was in the past. Yeah, he was with the Boba Fett. You're right. Yeah. I think this is... I'm almost wondering if there's a Han Solo behind it. You know, like the old school Kenner toy where he snaps in? Because mm-hmm. um, it just seems like a waste to just have that. I think it's a little cheaper. I think it's like $15. Oh, is it? Yeah. That makes sense. Would be interesting. Now, this was really neat. Hot Toys put up their Spider-Gwen up for pre-order. It comes with a 1-6 scale spider ham, which begs the question, are we going to get the other spider spider people of the bunch? Um, I think this looks great, honestly. Yeah. I don't really have any complaints about it. I actually don't either. Because um, the other ones that we saw were creepy looking. Yeah, there was um, one that was really nice. There was one that was really awful. And then there's this one, which I don't think is as nice as the one that we saw back then that was really good. Um, but just overall, I think this is just a really nice figure. Yeah, I'm super stoked it comes with Spider Ham because he was like arguably the, show. the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the little pose where he's like wants to shake the guy's hand. Yeah. Um, adorable. Um, I also love John Mulaney, so I'll probably end up trying to pick that up on its own. Uh, like on, uh, what's that website called? Toy Anxiety. Yeah. Um, says the body is creepy on this one, or I guess whoever's Facebook user. I mean, she's not like super. I don't know like what's the non creepiest way to say it, but she's not like super thick and like busty. Bo- she's a kid. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's a, a sixteen-year-old. Like yeah. Um. Yeah, let's stop sexualizing children, can we? Uh, yeah, guys. <laughs> Slideshow uh, put up a really weird video this last week. Uh, it was about a minute long. They were previewing the Hot Toys Valkyrie uh, from Thor Ragnarok. And I don't think I've ever seen them do that. Uh, this is a prototype that we saw a while ago. I think it was at last year's SDCC, maybe the year before that. And they had it in hand in their studio, and they were just talking about it. And I just thought that was so weird. Like, Hot Toys themselves really haven't mentioned this figure in a while. I think it was like they had nothing better to talk about. They had this prototype in the office, and they're like, yeah, let's shoot a video. Um, I feel like it's maybe giving a lot of collectors false hope that this may come out, because even in the video they said, we'll let you know if and when it goes up for pre-order. Um, but, I mean, it looked like a nice figure. Tessa Thompson, beautiful as always. But um, yeah, I, mean, the I just can't recall Hot Toys getting 
their own prototype shown off by another company like this in the past. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Also, didn't they get prototypes for the Mandalorian? Well, they do prototype for every figure, but I, I don't recall them having a prototype in Sideshow's office before Hot Toys themselves, you know, announced it. Oh, I see. Yeah, because yeah, I know that, like, with John Wick, they had a an early review sample sent to Sideshow, and they reviewed that. But, like, that was when the figure was already in production. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it was the same with uh, The Mandalorian and IG-11. They did, like, a live stream or something where they uh, kind of showed off the prototypes for those figures. Oh, I don't know if they do that often. Yeah, but those figures, uh, I mean, I hope that means that this figure will eventually go for pre-order, but yeah, it was just very interesting for me. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big Thor fan. Uh, Dean, this was really exciting, though. Bandai put up a new uh, Goku figure. This is a one-ninth under their Imagination Works line. Yes. Uh, we don't know anything about this figure other than this one picture. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I'm fucking excited as shit. Um, to me, it looks like the arms are like fights and arms. Do you agree? No, there's definitely a clear cut in the um, well, yeah, the, the, the bicep, but there's no articulation in the elbow. That I do agree with. What I think is going to happen, I don't know. I think you said one of these ideas was stupid. I don't remember which one it was, uh, but I feel like um, I feel like the arms are going to come out like right here, and you're going to have an assortment of different poses. That sounds fucking stupid. But that's how their Bandai statues are, though. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. I'm legit asking. Um, yeah, that's it's like Kotobokiya. They have like like a body, and then you can alter the pose with like, right. But no, if that's I, the I case, that. that's, you're right. That is a stupid idea because it's the, like why would the you one give twelfth scale are eight, infinitely posable? Yeah, it's like why would you give me eight arms when you could just give me one set of arms that does it all? That yeah. seems like a f- fucking stupid idea to me it looks like normal articulation from the wrist and the bicep and then everything in the middle is like gummy so there's like little to no articulation showing um obviously it has real cloth uh shirt it looks like pants yeah it looks like there's um, some cloth on this. the so it could shirt be mixed- and the belt and the wrist things are plastic um so it looks like a it looks like they're going as Fison as possible without going full on gummy body. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like we'll be able to get some really crazy articulation in the legs. Uh, which it's like that's what they're martial artists, dude. They get on all fucking kinds of crazy poses. Um, I'm super excited to see where it goes. So it's all speculation right now, but I'm stoked. Griff, are you a big fan of uh, Dragon Ball Z? I've actually never watched it. At least I don't Fuck think. out of the show then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so I mentioned Scale World earlier. These are a picture here of the Mewtwo and the Charizard. Uh, Lance, which is the uh, final Elite Four member from Pokemon Red and Blue, does not get a lot of love in the drag- in the Pokemon toy department. So to see him coming out with a 120th scale Dragonite and a 120th scale Lance is really cool. How big will that uh, Dragonite be compared to the one that's right there next to your Charizard? So, Dragonite is like seven foot six in in the Pokedex. Charizard's uh-huh. five foot six. So, I think the two that I have here are actually pretty well scaled. Um, but that would make like if this picture is accurate on the left, that would make this Dragonite too short because Lance obviously isn't fucking eight foot tall. Um, so I 
don't I don't know how that height is calculated. I don't know if it's like the height to the tip of this little thing or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but Dragonite isn't usually shown to be that tall, so maybe the Pokedex is wrong. Um, I know the I was anime they kind the, of fucks it a little bit. The one on your shelf looks great. Yeah, and it does look really good. And this one's quite expensive, so I did pre-order it on Big Bad Toy Store, but I'm considering to cancel at some point. Um, but yeah, this Scale World line is just so, so good. I mean, if you want the one guy, that's not bad. Manny says he doesn't like Dragon Ball Z either. I've never even seen Pokemon before. (laughs) All right, well. uh, So, Dean, this is the... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, So, Dean, this is the... uh, I'm I'm getting way too, like, familiar with that remove from stream button. I did (laughs) Dean, like, twice last episode. Uh, So let's get into released. Pokedex is never wrong. Pokedex has been wrong a few times. A lot of people are like, wait, this Pokemon is this size? And they do the math and it doesn't make any sense. I think, well, I guess it could be the Pokedex is wrong or the anime is wrong because, like, they don't scale that well. Um, so this week we talked about release the Mattel the Child. This figure is going viral everywhere. People are charging, like, 150 200 bucks for this guy. I don't wow. think it's worth that, but it is adorable. I have two. I got one for me, one for my kid. Big shout-out to Jason Nelson for getting this guy. Uh, and Rico. Rico hooked up a lot of people in San Antonio. It's fucking adorable, dude. Look at this thing. It is so thing. cute. Um, I think it. I think they knocked it out of the park. Honestly, honestly, if you get this, I don't think there's any reason for you to spend the money on the hot toys. Yeah, Jason Nelson has been putting that all over Facebook, and I have to agree. I um, I can see why. If you really, really just like gonna have it on a shelf, like sure, I could see the benefit of, you know, buying that figure. But if you're the kind of person that wants to take this around and like take funny photos and like put it in your car or like get chicken nuggets for it, um, 100%, I wouldn't do that with a hot toy. I would much sooner do it with this. Yeah. Uh, Dean, um, you did see it in person and you were pretty impressed by it. I think. It's so freaking cute. Um, it's, it's a soft vinyl. So let's just say you did have it on your shelf and something happened to where your baby Yoda fell. If you had a hot toys, it's probably going to break. This thing, solid it's not it's gonna bend and not solid but it's right it's it'll i get what you're saying yeah like it's like malleable like you can yeah the ear's not gonna snap off the magnets that are holding it together aren't gonna fail because there's none so like for an extra 450 dollars just save your money and get this one Quinn I mean, shit, he, even if you bought this for $100, you're still saving 350 bucks. Yeah. Quinn, um, said, Quinn said that he... Uh, Quinn said that he... Uh, oh, my uh-oh. gosh. Griffin. Uh, I think Griffin... I think his, my, his headphones got unplugged. But uh, Quinn said he is looking for this figure. So I think what we could do is... Um, I think what we can do, Dean, is maybe put up like a want to buy on Ox... Yeah, and then just whenever you find one whoever's at the top of the list, you mail it to them, and they pay you obviously, and then kind of like keep track because I mean I'll definitely keep an eye out for Reap on Ox. I mean, yeah, because I still they're only twenty five bucks, so yeah, twenty seven sixty. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, I still need one. Um, I know a lot of people are still looking, so maybe that's not a bad idea. You know, it's fucking crazy because I figure with Rona, the shit would still be on the shelves, but I mean, nah, people dude, are fuck fucking out there, dude. dude. Risking Rona to get the toys. Yep. Uh, we'll wait for Griffin to talk about this Vader, but uh, the Hot Toys Han Solo and the Dude. Hot Toys Mud Trooper slash Han Solo 
uh, released overseas this week, and my god, they look dope. I don't think this is the greatest likeness to Han Solo, but the fucking Mud Trooper armor with the helmet just looks stupid amazing. Dude, honestly, I never thought I would want these figures, either one of them. Uh And I was looking at the, the photos that people were taking. They're fucking incredible. Like, they're so beautiful. Dude, this head scope looks so good with this Mud Trooper gear it on. It does, dude. It's uh, real quick. Insane. Zach said, tell Quinn I have an extra one. I'll send it to him with the Gal by Joker by Gal Gadot head sculpt. What a guy. Oh, so wow. Quinn, hit up King Zachary for uh, Baby Yoda. I think he said, I'll send you what one. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful moment we have. Uh, going back to Han Solo, though, you're impressed. I know you were gonna you were gonna roast them when you saw the final pictures, but once you saw them in people's hands, it changed your mind. Yeah, dude, like holy shit! I mean, they really, considering how long it took to even get here, holy yeah. shit! <laughs> I mean, this is like two like, years ago. If yeah, if this looks anything other than immaculate, it would be a fucking travesty. Like, it took you that long to give me this, but. These are like works of art. They're stunning. Shrink ray, even. Dare I say slam dunk, Dean? Or maybe dude, we can do Photoshop you with a home run. Dude, fucking... It's like... what? Um, what what's that thing called where like all the guys come and do the slam dunk-a-thon? Uh, gangbang? <laughs> what? All the guys come? What did you say? They, where all the, the basketball players slam dunk... Um, oh, the slam dunk contest. Is that what it's called? I thought I had a name. It's called the Slam Dunk Contest. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. They should come up with a name. Um, yeah, it's like one of those. Like, just at one after another, dude, jumping over cars and shit. Like, these things are fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah I gotta admit, nice. these are amazing. Griffin, what do you think about it? It looks pretty nice. I mean, I don't think I'll be buying this figure, but, I mean, if I had the extra cash, I might. Yeah. I kind of want one just to put another Han head on it. Like old man, the mud trooper armor, though. My god, yeah, I would go for the mud trooper. Fucking sick, dude. Now, can you fucking like fit all that on there where you don't see his face? Yeah, yeah. I think the the what is it? The goggles go down, the little oxygen mask goes over the face. I I just think it's amazing. Yeah, uh, Griffin, we we went over this where we skipped over it when you're um. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. No, it's okay. So, uh, Sideshow did release a new Vader, it's not really a fully uh, brand new figure, but this is like an update to their um, not too bad 3.0 Vader. It's like kind of like a 3.5. Uh, you have a review on your YouTube channel, Gungan Dungeon. I, do, I sure do. And what do you think about this figure? I know you're very impressed with it. Honestly, I think it's the perfect Vader figure. Um, I mean, the 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 battery component is just super convenient because you know with the hot toys you have to take like an hour to put those little batteries in. And I reviewed that Empire Strikes Back figure on my channel, and I despise that figure. I would recommend this so much more over that figure. I mean, aside from the fact that it's a little bit bare bones, you know, just as far as not having a diorama base, but I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with this release from Sideshow. It's strange to me that they didn't promote it at all whatsoever. You know what I mean? Yeah, Zach, this how thing different is fucking is this? amazing. Yeah, how, what were you thinking? How different is that than the deluxe Vader? I You're talking about the one with the with the light up LED base. Yeah, it's like the suit 
so the suit, the body, the the uh, cod piece, the helmet, maybe the shoulder armor. The shoulder armor looks pretty similar, and the belt is a little cleaner, like the paintwork. Yeah, um, I never owned that. Um, and the gloves are totally different. Yeah, the gloves are the ones that you have on your Vader, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I I started with the um, the Star Show Deluxe. Um, it's almost nowhere near that anymore. But um, yeah, I was a little worried because you were asking like Zach what Vader to get, and you like did not listen to him, and I was like, this fool's gonna regret it, like, because I started with essentially the same thing. Apparently, I didn't. Um. But uh, yeah, it looks great. Um, the helmet seems a little small to me, but other than that, the bodysuit looks great. The gloves are fucking tight. I'm probably gonna look for them online. You have those gloves. Those no. are the same style that you know, maybe you don't have all the gestures, but those. That's are what the I meant. The style. gestures. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this looks really good. I think this is probably the best ESP slash Return of the Jedi helmet released. I think I'd be very curious to see what this. Uh, everything look like on a smaller body because I, I think Griffin, you mentioned this was a little bit too big. Yeah, um, very much so. But I, I just think this looks amazing. I uh, mean, there's yeah. a few other pictures that you sent me of other people that had it, and they look pretty good. I, I changed really the robes and the cape immediately. That was like the first thing I did. Um, I think it would benefit from that. But other than that, yeah, the the cape is very wrinkly straight out of the package. Yeah, mine wouldn't lay flat. It kept like bowing right at the neck and then like getting all curly on the way down, like fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I definitely like to make some upgrades to this at some point, but it's not entirely necessary. I'm just a little bit OCD when it comes to my collection. Oh, we're very familiar with that here. What was your uh, rating out of 10? I don't recall if you gave it one. I don't think I, I don't think I did. I'd probably give it an eight out of 10. Not too bad. Yeah. That's high praise. High praise. So, uh, especially for someone that has had um, a custom Vader and also the uh, the Hot Toys Vader, the SB mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, Krennic is an imminent arrival for the United States. We talked about it a few weeks ago, but that is um, shipping here pretty soon. I've seen a lot of emails for that. And then um, also, Dean, another update from Super Mad Toys. Ooh. They say, please update Super Mad Toys 1-6 custom-made action figure Hunter K release at the end of May or early June. If anyone wants to order, yada, yada. <sighs> Dean, you, you said something You said something very uh, staggering or very, very, like, it vibed with me. You said, if, if you waited this fucking long and it's not immaculate. <laughs> if this fucking figure yeah, 30 seconds is ago, yeah. not immaculate. I don't know. Oh, I mean... For someone like you who backed it immediately, literally, you paid it off like the yeah. week they announced it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be extremely upset if it if this thing's not fucking stunning as shit. Uh maybe for someone like me who didn't and have just kind of just been like, Oh, is that not out yet? Oh, okay, whatever. Oh, is this still not out yet? Okay, whatever. Cause I'm kinda tempted to order one, but not until it fucking comes out. Um, yeah, this thing, it, it, it better bring it, uh, from what I've seen, it doesn't, um, which is why I'm still hesitant on getting it. I'm excited, but Uh, we'll see. But I will say this, I mean, we're going to talk about Blade Runner later. I fucking love this movie. Um, yeah. So I kind of want one and maybe somebody will make a 
a better Ryan Gosling sculpt later. Well, Jinx has a good one, but I mean, it's like quite expensive to yeah, buy. I'm not trying to spend that. Yeah, Dean, give us our sponsor shout out for the. It's video. a water. What does grab I practiced that in front of a mirror. All right, guys, this episode of Collecting Movies is brought to you by, or in part by, uh, Water Scrapyard uh, for all your Star Wars Hasbro and Kenner needs. Uh, if you're missing uh, anything from your old Hasbro or Kenner vehicles, he's got you covered. Um, anything all the way from missiles to doors to cockpits, he's got it. He's also doing uh, 3D printed head sculpts. Um, so anywhere from three, three and three quarter, six inch, and all the way up to one six scale, he could probably has a head sculpt <laughs> that you're looking for. I was gonna say he could print one, but he probably already's made it. Um, and if he doesn't have it, he can get it done. So hit him up. What a guy. Dean, the retro movie review this week was the Blade yes. Runner Final Cut. It's available on Netflix to stream. Hell yeah. um, let's give a brief description. So Blade Runner is a 1982 science fiction film directed by Ridley Scott, starring Harrison Ford, um, Rutger Hauer, and Sean Young. It is loosely based on Philip K. Dick's novel, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? from 1968. The film is set in a dystopian future in Los Angeles, of 2019, in which synthetic humans known as replicants are bioengineered by the powerful Tyrell Corporation to work on off-world colonies. When a fugitive group of advanced replicants led by Roy Batty, Hauer escapes back to Earth, a burnt-out cop Rick Deckard Ford reluctantly agrees to hunt them down. The Rotten Tomatoes review for this film is 90%, based on 116 reviews. Uh, the website's critical consensus reads misunderstood when it first hit the theaters. The influence of Ridley Scott's mysterious neo-noir Blade Runner has deepened with time. A visually remarkable, achingly human sci-fi masterpiece. What are your thoughts? Okay, well, first, Griffin, I just found out you're an infant child. Um, so you grew up... God, How old is Griffin? 22. 22. What a baby. Um... So, I mean, this movie, have you watched this before we we asked you to? Yeah, unfortunately, I just didn't have time to watch this in preparation for the god. show. Oh, Damn my it. god. Riffin. But I did, you... I did watch this movie years ago, so I have Okay, seen you've watch. seen it, though. Yeah. Okay, I was just curious as to if this movie had been on your radar, because we're a different generation, I think. Right, I mean, obviously, it's a film classic. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 was, you know, pretty good, so... Okay, so Wait, pretty good. Blade Runner twenty five nine was amazing. There are three different back. versions of this movie. Now, right. technically, the only one that counts now is the final cut. Okay. Um, the director's cut is very similar, so you could watch those kind of in tandem. I think I watched the director's cut. Okay, so the final cut is the one Ridley Scott had full control over. Um. Yeah. And the director of 2049 heavily implies that's the one you should watch now for the sequel, which is canonical, which makes the other versions uh, non-canonical. Non-canonical. That being cool. said, it's a good fucking movie, no matter which way you watch it. I prefer mm -hmm. the theatrical release. It's a little cheesier, a little corny. Um, 
but I like the narration of the theatrical one. Um, apparently, although he denies it, Harrison Ford did not want to narrate the movie. Hmm. Um, but there's just a lot of like weird, quiet parts that are filled in with his narration that kind of add to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even the final cut is beautiful. I mean, every shot of this movie is a fucking work of art. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My roommate is a huge fan of Blade Runner. And when I told him that I was supposed to watch it and prep for the show, he was super down. So, you know, maybe tonight after the stream, maybe that's what I'll go and do. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. It, I love everything about this. It's probably one of the first movies my dad, like, really like was like you need to sit down and watch this movie yeah for sure um because he was i mean he was in the star trek but that's like a show i got into star wars he did not really like star wars Hmm. um and then you know we could watch like t2 and robocop and like oh yeah that's so cool but like blade runner is like one of those things like you either take it like really fucking serious or just like oh just like another science movie but like I mean, he fucking loves Blade Runner, so yeah, that's like one of my earliest memories is like watching this movie with my dad. In fact, oh damn it, I left it. <laughs> I stole his DVD of it, which has every version of the movie on it. Um, that's like the first thing I brought into my condo when I moved here. I was like, I'm taking Blade Runner. Nice. Because I think he got it on Blu-ray, so I took the DVDs. Um, fuck, dude, I just it's such a perfect movie. It's really good. The aesthetic is amazing. The special effects are amazing. The the end monologue from Roy Batty, Tears on the Road, oh, dude, so is good. known as, and I quote, perhaps the most moving death soliloquy in cinematic history. Yeah, It was so good, in fact, it, it appears as the last track on the film's soundtrack album by itself. Yeah. It is a, the dialogue is just amazing. Uh, I mean, just, Jesus Christ, everything in this movie is just so good. Um, I I like this movie. I've seen Blade Runner so many times and I never really pay attention to the cut of like what I'm watching. So everything's kind of like just meshed together in my mind. Right. Um but it's it's just so good. Like, Have you watched the theatrical release? Probably. Where where he narrates the movie? I've seen the one where he narrates it, yes. Okay. Um I like it just cuz it it adds kind of like a, a noir feel to the movie which, you know, it arguably is. Um, they did that because um, audiences, test audiences, like, did not get the movie at all. Um, so that's why it's not considered, like, the Ridley Scott version of the movie because he it's not what he intended. He didn't want it narrated. The studio did that. And that's why people think Harrison Ford, like, half-assed the narration. Um, again, he claims he didn't, but I mean, if you listen to it, you're like, well, I know Harrison Ford's a really good actor. Like, uh, yeah, it, it just feels a little half-assed, but I don't know. I just really like that version. Uh, again, it's really cheesy. The ending is like super cheese. Um, but it almost technically makes more sense in terms of 2049, but again, canonically it's the final cut is the one you should watch. Um, and oh, 
Oh, Griffin's going to switch over to his uh, oh, okay. laptop. Um, yeah, bear with us. Griffin's going to be switching to a uh, desktop. 2049 might just well be the best goddamn sequel I've ever seen. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, other than, like, I don't know, Shrek 2 and Empire Strikes Back, like, uh, <laughs> I was just kidding. But in terms of, like... I was just let you have it. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, so Empire Strikes Back, like, he knew he was going to make more than one movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Blade Runner wasn't technically like that. You know what I mean? Like, they made the movie not in, intending to make a sequel. So when they did make a sequel, the fact that it feels like it doesn't skip a beat is mind-blowing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and Blade Runner is arguably about Deckard uh, mm-hmm. because he thinks he's a human the audience kind of is led to believe that maybe he is a replicant himself. Um, neither movie tells you either way, one way or the other. So we're going to get another movie, and hopefully that clears that up. Wait, um, we're going to get a third movie? Oh, yeah. For, dude, fucking Blade Runner 2049 ends like on this like weird, like, oh, what is that? Have they confirmed mean? it yet, though? Um... <sighs> I haven't seen twenty forty. I don't, 2049. I don't what, think officially. What was, what was the last scene of twenty forty nine? I haven't seen it in a while. Well, the last scene of twenty forty nine is is Kay taking Deckard to see his daughter, and then oh like, yeah, okay, sitting on the stairs. But then you still have the guy in the in the castle. What's his name? Jared Leto's character. Huh. Like they're kind of left to their own devices. So it's like, well, what's he up to now? Like he didn't even get any comeuppance or anything so i mean there's a lot of loose ends to that story like there's no way we're not going to get a third movie mm-hmm. um but yeah blade runner <laughs> i adore that movie and i think i like blade runner 2049 just as much like they're both Dude, blade such runner. great movies i i if i mean i guess i like 2049 a little bit more because oh. um like, it's a movie that, like, I grew up, not grew up with, but, like, you know, I mean, both are movies that I grew up with, but, like, the actors in that movie are actors from my generation, you okay, know? that's fair. Um, plus, Ana Darmas, just, oof. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> yeah, dude, she's so beautiful. Um, yeah, I I mean, I, both of them are really good, but um, um, bringing it back to collectibles, there are not very many Deckard figures. Uh, I know dude, NECA has released fucking... some in the past. This is the sideshow Deckard that they showed on pre-order, like, or uh, not pre-order, prototype, many moons ago. Griffin, are you back with us? Yeah. What's up? Cool. <laughs> Sound good. No. So I just want to make sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, this thing just looks dope, dude. I, I mean, I really wish they released this. Uh, I tried, This was back when I was doing my first iteration of Collecting Weekly. I tried uh, requesting, like, some information as, a, as, you know, like, oh, can we get a quote for a podcast? And they just said that they couldn't talk about it. So, wow. Um, but I mean, this just looks great. I mean, there are some companies that make third-party outfits for this guy, and it's stupid expensive. So, uh, hopefully, one day Sideshow will re- revisit this Rick Deckard prototype because uh, even though the likeness isn't amazing, or frankly, even that good, uh, this is a good start to a custom. Dude, if we ever get into it, <laughs> wait, what, Griffin? How old is this piece? Uh, this one, I think three it was three years, years ago, two or three years wow. ago. Wow. That's insane that they never released it. Yeah, because they prototyped it along with Jack Burton, and that came out not that long ago. Hmm. Yeah. Because I almost bought that Jack Burton. 
Um, uh, Gerald says off topic, but I have the opportunity to buy a dark side Anakin, but I already have an Anakin. Don't know if it's worth it. And uh, the chat's kind of giving him some advice about that. So I missed uh, that figure. I sold it like an idiot. A honestly, while back. If I could have another Anakin, I probably would. <laughs> That's such a f- dude. I still think that was the figure of the year when I came out. Yeah, I agree. That I think I sold mine. I, I sold mine below retail because at the time you could still pick it up on Sideshow. Now it's yeah. like three, $400, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think yeah. the last one I saw was like 560 or something. Oh my God, dude. Um, yeah, just one of those. In fact, it was really funny because um, our good friend Rainer had one. And he couldn't give it away, dude. Nobody fucking wanted that thing. And he ended up putting it for consignment at, uh, I believe, Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sold. And then, like, less than six months later, and it's now, like, you fucking can't get a hold of it. It's just like, what the hell? Like, you just never know what's going to turn around and be popular or not. It's fucking weird. Damn, Fernando got did dirty. I was on his say, uh, Facebook for some French fries. My God. Um, oh, what? So Regal Cinemas <laughs> have sided with AMC against Universal Pictures, stating that we will not be showing movies that fail to respect the theatrical windows as it does not make any economic sense for us. Manny, you're a big moviegoer. Welcome, Manny, to the show. You're a big I know, moviegoer. I'm really excited Thank to hear you. what Manny has to say about it. And uh, last week, there was obviously the AMC versus Universal Pictures drama. It's been updated. The theater wars have officially begun. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think Alamo Drafthouse might follow suit? Nah. It's dumb because... Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I thought you were just going to say not. Nah, and like, I was like, like, all right. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I still had some double chicken in my mouth. <laughs> No, and let me tell you the reason. Alamo Drafthouse is not stupid because I think either later on this year or next year they have Fast and Furious coming out. Those movies make a billion dollars. Like a trillion dollars, basically. No, just – I believe the last thing I heard about this was that they were like – they were kind of like starting to talk again because they realized the potential that the Fast and Furious will bring. So they're going to squash this beef soon. Dude, I wish Universal Pictures would be like, nah, we're good. Fuck dude, y'all. I was because that's pure profit for them. You dude, spending twenty five bucks a home. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a, a little rumor going around that they might want to open their own chain of of theaters and show specifically just you know Universal films. That'd be fucking tight. Like, hey, you want to go see Alien? Or I don't know if, if Universal's Aliens, but let's just say it is. You want to go see Aliens this weekend? Mm-hmm. Like okay, and then you just like go find the time they're showing. Like you know how like Draft House does like I would retro them. movie week or whatever summer. And Dude, I you- wish they would show Blade Runner um, at Draft House. Like that'd be fucking dope. Like that right. or two thousand one. I missed it. I think they they did IMAX for two thousand one. Yeah, pretty year. recently. Yeah, but it was. I think it was only in Austin, in Texas, and I wasn't uh, about to drive to Austin to. Uh, yeah, you're cheap, cheapo. Yep, Griffin. What do you think uh, about this theater war drama? Honestly, I don't really have a whole lot of thoughts other than I look forward to going back to the movies. You know, I mean, I've been locked up inside for like, God, like 60 days now or some shit like this sucks. Yeah. I mean, I like going to the theater. I really do. Me too. Uh, It's not super expensive for someone like me. So I don't really mind going. It's a cool experience. It's fun. Right. You know, getting your popcorn and your pizza or whatever. But 
this whole Rona thing was really like, well, shit, like it wasn't even bred out of like convenience. It was like, if this is going to keep happening, what are the odds that these theaters are going to go out of business since this is our only option? Right. And then Universal was like, this is actually pretty fucking cool. We should just do this from now on. And then everybody started getting pissed off anyway. So I was like, holy shit, it's going to happen almost no matter what. But I guess we'll yeah, see I mean, how it... I'm not really all that interested in streaming theatrical films from home. You know, Dude, like I the am. experience just isn't the same at all. I mean, there is something to be said that I'm really glad that I saw the prequels in theaters. Yeah, you know what I I mean? So too in theaters. For certain movies, yeah, but I I really wouldn't give a shit if I saw Frozen in theaters. Yeah, I like um, that movie, but I'm also not getting wet over it. You know what I mean? Fernando says, uh, yeah, you have to visit our OnlyFans for Dean getting wet. Uh, (laughs) Fernando says, theaters are like airlines. You charge my ass $30 for a pack of M&Ms and you salty because Universal doing their own thing, SMH. Um, yeah, but like I, I think if we said it on the pod, theater that's where theaters get their money is the snacks. They're not making movie money off movie tickets, right? Which is also, it's like, well, then why are you salty about the Universal doing this? Like, yeah, when when you go to the movies, you're forced to sit there and experience it. You know, if you're watching a movie at home, you can pause it, you can look at your phone, you know, you can walk away for 10 minutes. That's the beauty of it. Those are all beautiful things. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? I don't don't like that. I like being forced to sit there and take it all in. You know what I mean? That's like like Rippin's OnlyFans. I am like the worst movie watcher. Like, ask any Adina Manny. It takes me like three days to watch a movie like yeah. at home wow but this when i watch a movie that often this fool loves jurassic park and the last one that came out it took him legitimately like three days to watch it well, that's because my kid kept getting scared of the dinosaurs fuck you so, um but i i like like if i hear season of the movie i'll pause it and i'll google it and be like yo what's the meaning behind this what's i gotta i gotta no. find uh i gotta find everything gotcha. which oh look at this that's we have crazy. a special guest here on oh, the I'm podcast in the show now Wow, everyone's just everyone's just joining. It's Susan. Oh my God! Welcome, Susan. Round of applause. Susan is in the collecting weekly episode one hundred and five. How are you doing, Susan? Oh my God! (laughs) Hey guys. So, Susan, what we're talking about here is um, last week. uh, AMC announced that they were not going to be showing Universal Pictures films anymore because. Uh, Trolls World Tour was uh, previewed as a pay-per-view at home. And uh-huh. this week, Regal Cinemas announced that they are siding with AMC. So this is two huge theater chains that are saying they're not going to show uh, Universal Pictures, which is a huge, huge studio. Um, as Trolls being premiered at home? Exactly. That's crazy. I, I mean, that seems like a big leap in general. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Universal Pictures. I mean, that's like one of the biggest movie studios. Like, yeah. to not show that yeah. is like... Because, like, MC like a huge thing on the Jurassic Park anniversary, and Jurassic Park's a Universal picture, so does that mean that they're not going to do, like, anniversary? For, like, yeah, huge... that probably means they wouldn't show Jurassic World 3 if this was going on then. Yeah, that's, cra- that's, that's crazy. Look, yeah. I think it's absurd. Basically, what's... <laughs> is like well okay universal's like okay everyone we released a movie 
direct to stream Which, and by the it way, did really, really well. So we're going to keep on doing that. And AMC's basically like, oh, y'all going to keep doing that? Okay, well, then we're not going to show your movies anymore. And AMC's like, yeah, but I mean, it's like Universal is like, okay, well, that's exactly what I was saying. We don't need y'all anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, everybody's at home with coronavirus and theaters are closed. So why would they have waited in general to release that movie, especially because schools are closed, kids are at home, Rolls World Tour is for kids. This all seemed like, of course, it was going to be a success to release it digitally during this entire time. Yep. Yeah, not only that, but it's like, are these theater chains really going to war over fucking Trolls 2? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> a mistake for sure. I've seen people go to war over dumber things. <laughs> oh, yeah, we go to war every week with someone else. So, uh, next up on the show sheet, Star Wars announced that uh, incoming news from a Galaxy Far, Far Away Academy Award winner Taiko Waititi will direct and co write a new Star Wars feature film for a theatrical release with Academy, Academy Award nominated screenwriter. Christy Wilson Karen's additionally Emmy Award winner Leslie Headland will write, produce, and serve as showrunner for a new untitled Star Wars series in development for Disney Plus. I'm so excited for this. This is amazing. I agree. Yeah. So excited for this. I adore this so much. Like Me too. So much. Yeah. Um, best news to come out of Star Wars Day because admittedly yesterday was like like with the, all the shop Disney crashes and everything that happened and uh, with shopping on May the 4th, like this was the Star Wars news and it was so great. It was so fantastic. I love Taika. I love, I love the idea that they're going to be doing this. Uh, especially since he has the, the know-how from the Mando. Oh yeah, right. totally. Yeah. Cause he did what? Two episodes or one? Yeah. I think, and then he, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. And, and he, he mo-capped uh, IG, Eleven. Uh, Eleven. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he so did Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, he's yeah. Korg. And also... And the director. He's doing Love and Thunder as well, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's super exciting. Are you guys watching the Mandalorian docuseries? I watched yes. that last night. I'm Is a little a... disappointed they're doing it one episode at a time. Yeah, it's oh. something to look forward to, though. You're not wrong, Griffin, but damn it. Is it every Monday? <laughs> I think oh, it's I like know. every Friday or something. Yeah, I don't remember. But I'm, did, I, did you get a chance to watch the Clone Wars finale? Like the whole last season? Yes. What did you, what did you think about it? Um, I thought it started kind of slow. Yes. <laughs> but towards, by the end, I was like... I actually had dropped off from watching one episode every week because of how slow it was. And I was like, yeah. okay is a bike for three episodes like <laughs> like yeah. one of the coolest characters in the star wars galaxy and you ever fixing a bike for like an entire episode right. um but i wound up binging the entire siege of mandalore and um the finale and blown away Blo like sad because this is oh like, yeah because it's done but i loved it so much and if you had told me at the beginning of the Clone Wars, like however many years ago, what, like a decade ago when they started it, that yeah. it was down to like Ahsoka and Maul, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> like the chick who saved the hut baby? Or, or, <laughs> her and Maul? Didn't he die? Man, I, I didn't even think of it that way, but you're completely right. Like, 
she was such a like naive child back then oh yeah, yeah. and ahsoka really comes into her own i guess it's like i have the benefit of watching it all kind of recently mm-hmm. but you're right like it was almost a decade ago that we've been watching this character and watch the like rewatch the original movie where she debuted she's like she grows and she to me makes anakin a more interesting character oh for sure yeah like i tell people that all the time because they think his his arc is really stupid in episode three which Clone wars explores it i was like yeah clone wars really shows the like Clone Wars enhances it, but is it even if you take it in isolation? Like I'm a prequel defender, so like I won't defend some parts of the prequels, but I'm a right. prequel point where like, like I think Anakin's interesting even if you just take the prequels. But oh, for sure. Obviously, the Clone Wars enhances it immensely by like uh, going into his relation, like him having a Padawan is crazy to think about. Yeah, right. And then like being abandoned by her, and then. Like not trusting the Jedi even more because of what they did to her. It just like, oh, it's so good. But what they did to her. So of course, like it makes his decisions clearer. Like of course he clung to Palpatine more strongly because he believed. Like that person believed in him because the other person who believed in him, the Jedi, outcast, and then he couldn't do anything about that. And this with. he can do something about so he clings to that relationship like yeah. makes so much sense so, yeah the jedi shit on him as, as as many times as they can like they really just like especially like okay you grow up telling this kid he's the chosen one every chance you got and then backtrack on it also right. every chance you got it's like no wonder he turned to the dark side right totally yeah his with obi-wan gets so much richer if you watch the clone wars series Mm -hmm. oh especially when you think obi-wan or he thinks obi-wan's dead oh my god so good heartbreaking Uh, um without getting into too much spoilers since this is kind of a new finale uh i really enjoyed it i know griffin pushed us to watch these last uh this last arc Uh, he and i weren't particularly interested to watch it but uh based on how slow the the first two-thirds of the this final season were uh, but my God, some of the greatest Star Wars moments. The uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but it gets into like Order sixty six in the beginning of Order sixty six. Um, I just Manny, have you seen it yet? No, I'm. Watching it's re- it's oh, wow. really good. I would. I mean, if like Susan said, there's some slower parts, like in the three or four episodes before the last four. Right. Um, but man, the middle arc was definitely a little slow. Yeah, these finale episodes were just like, I mean... Yeah, I, I think there's like four episodes you could skip and not miss anything. Yeah, I, I skipped them. But yeah, they... Um, I'm not a big Maul fan. I think everyone on the show knows that, but... Yeah. Um, my God, he was fucking awesome in this last arc. I uh, agree. Rex was awesome. Ahsoka was awesome. The final oh. scene was amazing. Yes, dude, on... Uh, that soundtrack. In the snow. Ugh. Soundtrack was Damn. gorgeous. Yep. You guys have all watched Rebels, right? Because this. Yeah, I've watched Rebels. Yeah. You want to just pick up Rebels because, like, me too. You haven't seen Rebels yet. I, I've seen Rebels already, but like. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. I to clarify. I've seen Rebels already. The ending of the finale of Clone Wars was such also great to Rebels as well. So I'm like, oh, I need to watch Rebels all over again. 
no. Um, it's funny because we've gotten obviously episode three. Um, now we also have uh, what's the the Star Wars game that just came out? Fallen Order. Fallen Order, and now final season of Clone Wars. And every time, Order sixty six is the hardest thing to watch. Like, right? I, I know it's coming, and every single time, it still fucking sucks. Like. Like, God damn it, why are you doing this to me? I'm not emotionally <laughs> ready for this, even though I should be. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fascinating to watch. Obi-Wan, because I also liked, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything for you who haven't seen it, but a couple episodes parallel episode three. Yeah. So, like, they make reference to things that have hap- that are happening in episode three concurrently Yeah. while this is also happening. Yeah, which is fucking wild. One of the cool things is they took an actual scene, um, where like the Jedi are all talking together, Mace Windu's talking, and then as that scene ends, it bridges the gap into like Ahsoka walking into the room, yep. and it was just like, whoa, that was amazing! Like they kept the same dialogue, they just had the new actors do it. Yeah, right. it was beautiful. I was like, that was art in its highest form. <laughs> That's high praise. And for anybody who says Clone Wars is not necessary, like, oh, I'm going to skip the cartoons. Like, Don't you do can't, it. Can't no. anymore. You can't. Stuff like that, like that particular scene, you can't anymore. Because the Clone Wars completes the rest of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad, I'm really glad Griffin pushed me to watch it because um, I love the rest of the Clone Wars. This whole season has just been boring me to death. But getting to those last like four or five episodes or whatever it was, was just like it was like peak Star Wars. It was like yeah. so beautifully done. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, honestly, I think I prefer Rebels to Clone Wars. I mean, these last four episodes are definitely hard to top. But I'm I'm a huge Star Wars Rebels fan. Same. I prefer Rebels to Clone Wars as well. And Twilight of the Apprentice might be like the best out there. Yeah. That particular. Sure. Twilight of the Apprentice, it, again, another Ahsoka-based episode, but, like, completely, completely, like, peak Star Wars. Right. Yeah, it's definitely good stuff. Hopefully Hot Toys gives us the Ahsoka that we we all want. In I saw John Martino in the chat. Giving yeah, shout out to John. Uh, so, Susan, on our show, we do a segment called The Joy of Hobbying, and uh, we all do different hobbying projects. And this week's project was uh, Dean and I played Dungeons and Dragons ever since the Corona hit, and we can't be in person. So we found a DM out in Washington, and uh, uh, Dean's sister has a 3D printer, and she 3D printed our miniatures like an eight inch scale or like eight inches tall. And uh, this is my character's miniature here. And uh, yeah, I thought it turned out really good. Dean, you were pretty impressed by it. Yeah, I don't have mine painted, but here's mine. Look at that. Um, what a guy. And Super here's exciting. mine. Oh, here's- I love Here's mine. <laughs> God damn it, Vinny. Uh, yeah, yeah so, it's super fun. Yeah, and it's amazing. And, and it works out so well to do it. Uh, we thought it would be kind of awkward, but as long as everyone's like, you know, on the up and up with their die rolls, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Who, yeah, it works so well online. It's super easy. Who painted that? I painted that. Wow. Yeah, yeah so this cool. is what it looks like off the printer. Yeah, I'll, I'll go get it real quick. And then Zach... Uh, sanded it and then painted it. Oh wow! So there's a there's a company online where you could build a miniature figure. They have like all the 3D files, and you just pick and choose what you want. 
and then you could buy the file for like seven bucks and i have a 3d printer so i could just print them out um or you could you could give them 40 dollars and they print it out like an inch tall yeah worst purchase ever if you do that <laughs> but uh yeah so i painted that for the joy of hobbying and uh, i thought it turned out great so hopefully dean one day we can get yours painted up and then your oh, sisters yeah. and everyone else's so um you're really good with the details on that because that that's not easy to do no yeah it looks amazing. yeah, yeah no, and it's, I mean, it, there's a lot of tight spaces you have to get to so the beard you didn't make any errors on like the skin tone and the beard and yeah because i painted it in this scale which is like where you can actually play with it for dungeons and dragons and that was like i mean it came out really good but it was quite a bit harder so and sure yeah show <laughs> so, side by side oh yeah so <laughs> yeah nice. so it was it was uh it's quite interesting to do that so but i've never painted something like that in two different scales so i was like you know i had a good time like going from that one and then like kind of figuring out the hard parts and then it was a lot easier to do it on the bigger scale one so um i definitely had a good time with it and then uh that's pretty much it for the show we just have a few shout outs to give we did start a patreon last week uh we have uh three different tiers so if you want to uh join us on patreon if you're listening appreciate the content there's a one dollar a five dollar and a fifteen dollar tier uh we have the hollow new this week stickers that are coming we're working on a product for you guys for joint tightening because i've just been collecting a lot of lower end figures and i just fucking hate when they just fall apart after like a week uh so we're making a product for that and uh dean did you want to give our patreons a shout out before we get yes, into this channel our sweet crispy angels um steven Kret and dan lee so wonderful what a bunch of sweethearts yeah, those are the, those guys are subscribed to our, our $15 tier. And uh, since it's our first Patreon episode, Scott, Mario, Ben, and Sean also pitched in as well. So big shout-out to you guys. We'll be getting out your Patreon benefits here in the next few days. Uh, Griffin, give us a little bit about your channel now that you've sat through, uh, you've sat through the ringer. Yeah, so I used to review six-scale figures under the name Toy Cult on YouTube, but recently I kind of decided to rebrand and take a different approach uh, because this is a very expensive hobby, you know? So I'm covering Star Wars news, you know, whether it be in the world of gaming or film, and I will definitely review six-scale occasionally. Um, I have Luke Skywalker from Hot Toys uh, the Return of the Jedi Deluxe figure on the way. It's just stuck in customs, sadly. So you guys can expect that review very soon. Awesome. Hell awesome, yeah. man. So definitely check out Gungan Dungeon. On I just YouTube. subscribed, so hey, thanks for having me, guys. $4. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, we talked about our Dungeons & Dragons uh, podcast. We put up an episode on, I think it was Monday, uh, a nice little four-hour stream, and I think it went pretty good. We we learned a lot of cool things about the uh, the bad guy that we unleashed. Uh, our other show, Wookie of the Year, released their second episode. That went up yesterday. And uh, Manny, Dean, and I recorded episode two of Creeps Are Us. That was on Saturday. With a bully th- in the chat. Yeah, Manny, uh, I, think, I think we're going to have that episode up in the next few days, I think. Yeah, it'll be up by this Friday for sure. Awesome. Nice. What's that, Susan? I'm sorry. You're brilliant at naming things. I know. We have hours of like... We have, yeah, hours of... Like, we we started a show. I'll show you all of our show names here in a second, Susan. But uh, one of our shows was, like, three weeks of just, like, trying to figure out the name and the logo. And, like, at some point, we were just like, 
Uh, we probably should just launch it with whatever name because it's never going to get off the ground. Uh, we have another show that films in England called Only Fools and Collecting, and they're having geek underscore underscore girl underscore art uh, on their show Thursday. It's at 3.30 Central Standard Time live. These are some of her art uh, pieces of art, and uh, she is amazing, and she's going to come Ooh. on their show, and she's giving away – uh, this Yoda uh, comic. So for people watching live, you can have a chance to win that for free, uh, shipped to your door. And uh, big shout out to her for sponsoring that episode. And Zach, Susan, I this totally is our about our giveaway or my giveaway. Oh, we'll do it next week. Okay. Next week. Uh, this is our full network of shows. So we have Small Talk, Wiki of the Year, Collecting Weekly Live, Joy of Hobbing, After Dark, Only Fools and Collecting, and Creeps the Rest. So uh, we do several different shows, and I think we're adding one more show, Dean. I think Rainer has some ideas that he's working with Manny yeah. on for uh, like a once a month show, just kind of like informal. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I came up with the name for that one. I think. What was it? Was it Rainer's rarities? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be like kind of just uh, odds and ends collecting. Susan, did you want to take the floor and tell people what you've been up to? I know it's been, uh, like you said a, a little while ago, it's been a little bit since you've been kind of like, Oh, I, I've been, uh, um, I work for El Hoffer Design now. Um, they do geeky clothing for uh, women. It's like a really body positive co- company because nice. it's go from XXS to 4XL. Yeah. And it's really awesome to be working for Katie and their team. So uh, that's what I've been doing. And then basically I've been really quiet. Um, on you the have a Facebook group now, right? Sanctum Santorum, I think. Forum, like Doctor Strange. Um, yeah. Because he's my fave. Um, but yeah, I have a Facebook group, so go ahead and join. Please answer the questions and promise to behave. Uh, so far, so good. It's a small group right now. It's about 450 people, but um, we're more all... than we have on Ox, so that's not too small. What? I said that's more than we have in our group, so that's uh, that's not too... Because you guys just started that like a month ago, right? Like February, end of February? Right yeah, before... pretty good locked down essentially <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like those smaller groups tend to be like you get like people aren't douches because everyone knows everybody right That's, it's like the, the the ones who put like we we all know who's posting and we all know kind of like what everybody else is into so there's a lot of tagging that happens <laughs> yeah this is oh, the there group there if you want to join and then susan could you uh, or Zach, send me your uh, the company you work for. We'll put it in the show notes for when we post it, and that way people can check out that brand. Because I think Zach did some photo shoot or something for that company a while ago. It was like a Hogwarts uh, photo shoot. Every now and then, there's a, a unisex piece that us that we just don't have like a male audience to, or we don't have male models that we work with. We work with a lot of female models, but no male yeah. models. It's actually a Doctor Strange sweater that. Hey. Um, on him and Just send me some things and i'll model for you I'll, I'll model. <laughs> yeah manny's plus size so it'll be really good <laughs> oh wow <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> but yeah um but it's it's been really fun but it's like i said it's it's whenever we do a unisex piece we do run into problems because there's like not a lot of men who will model for us so i'll do it, it. dean will do it i'll do it fans yeah, Griffin's yeah. actually super beautiful. So I have an OnlyFans. So. Zach, Zach wears an extra medium, so I don't know if y'all carry that. An extra medium? Extra, extra, extra. <laughs> well, I really want to thank you for coming on tonight, Griffin and Susan and Manny. I was so shocked when Zach said that he had a special guest. I was like, okay, I mean, I'm down for whomever will show up. 
dude thanks for having is an angel too super excited to check out your whole network because i didn't know that you guys had such an extensive of, of content so that's yeah i love collecting weekly obviously because i hope kinda, so uh but creeps rs is like my second favorite one because thank you we do like uh personal paranormal stories whoa and then, and then cover like horror movies and um, and culture well manny does i just join in house i grew up in is haunt was haunted is haunted like my, 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 my Ooh, we gotta gosh. get you on the show we get her on the show yeah i have a lot of stories and actually so does my my sister has more nice. yeah you could join on a stream yard um, oh yeah well, the first our first episode of creeps are us we were talking and unfortunately we weren't filming it we were just doing the audio uh-huh. and the power went out in our friend's a condo and right, we were like, talking about like ghouls and i was like dude how often does that happen he's like that's literally never happened before and like you could catch our like live reaction in the audio we're just like what the hell <laughs> it was yeah. creepy we were so freaked out luckily we were all together if you're gonna do do it with us you're gonna want my sister too because she has hell yeah experiences and i don't know that i can retell them and so yeah we we can link up and get uh spooky yeah that'd be fun yeah the spookier the better oh man they're so good i was so scared after last episode because we we recorded ox after dark and that's kind of like the show where we just dick around like there's no script we just no slides we just talk about our day and whatever and uh manny jumped on and i was like i mean we're all here let's just record like episode two of your show zach literally we... almost broke his neck yeah <laughs> i had my headphones in and it started playing like a youtube video in the background and it was like some like crazy ass scene that manny told us to watch of this horror thing and it was like this demon in my ear and i was like oh no I almost broke my neck <laughs> but yeah i was telling uh zach last week i was like man susan is like my my goal my goal interview at one point so um big big shout out to zach for being able to help you get on our show yeah we were big big supporters of you back when the war started oh thank you i i really do i think we had several shows yeah we had like four shows just about you and drama oh i i appreciate it thank you <laughs> yeah i think we started the trending hashtag support for susan hashtag. or we may have also started simp armies <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys and yeah um we should talk like i i you can totally interview me anytime i'm oh that'd be amazing I, i'm not Yay. really history like, I, being made live yeah well like you got we're all we're all like stuck so why not <laughs> yeah and that's True. kind of why we've been so creative because i think we started the coronavirus with like three shows and then we like added five like <laughs> in five weeks like it's every week we're like oh that's a good idea for a show let's do that so we've been streaming like nonstop. but uh anyways guys i'm zach i'm dean i'm griffin i'm manny and i'm susan <laughs> catch you guys on the next episode Bye.